online, on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. This is Wickham Sound. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. This is Monday Movies on Wickham Town with Duncan Strip, Mason Cunningham, Toby Stubbs and Luke Davis. On tonight's show, we will look at the top ten films at the UK box office, discuss some of the bigger film stories from the last seven days and review Glass and Beautiful Boy. You can get in touch with us at facebook.com forward slash, forward slash Wixo Monday Movies via Twitter at Wickham Sound, by email at mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk or, via, um, or by the phone and WhatsApp. I wrote this all down and I've still gone wrong. I thought we learned never to write anything down. We did, didn't yeah. we? Yes. Or by phone or WhatsApp on 01494 44999 Evening all. E- good evening. How are we all? Good. Not bad. Uh, Toby's you. back from uh, Dublin. Dublin, yeah. It was good, how, actually. How was Dublin? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, drank a lot of Guinness. Had a lot of fun. I think good. you'll find it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Was it? Yeah, well, it was you look, really good. I mean, considering you're a, a youngster, shall mm. we say, and you've probably been drinking all weekend, uh, you yeah. look pretty good. I yeah, think I'm he a, looks I slightly okay. tanned. Tanned? tanned? T- it might just be this lighting. No, he probably hasn't washed. No, well, that's oh, well I, I had a shower about an hour ago. Oh, OK. <laughs> just insight, to fill you in. insight into Toby's life there. He had a shower. Lovely. Was it a good one? Yeah. Yep. You neglected the aftershave, we noticed, eh? Well, I, There's I no put some, odour tonight. I put some aftershave on. Okay. But uh, I haven't completely covered myself in it. Okay, so. good. Uh, and we've ascertained already that you haven't seen any of the films. Uh, f- yeah, no, so I was away. Oh, so oh, I, but you'll it. catch up next week. I no will. Doubt. Yeah, I will. Sure. Uh, excitingly, there is a new way to listen to us. How, Duncan? How does one listen? We are now officially a podcast. Hooray! So we. On Spotify or iTunes. Just go to either of those, uh, type in Monday Movies... Yes. ...and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, there are links on our website as well. Um, if you click on Listen Again, there's a little drop-down. There is. It says Podcasts. There's also a slider for it as well. Yeah, go to wickhamsound.org.uk, go to Listen Again and hover... Over listen again, and there's a little drop down which says uh, podcast, and you yeah. can subscribe to us there. Amazing! Uh, it's not an hour show; it's only 45 minutes. There's no pesky adverts, and no. there's no music. No. So basically, it's 45 minutes. It's just us. Oh, oh, just us. Just us talking. <laughs> no okay. I know that's not selling it. No one subscribed yet. I can't think why. They have. It was a, it was a joke. Oh, Be- I was going to say I have. It was a joke because then it was just us. Never mind. It oh, failed miserably. Okay, Move on. Good. I've subscribed. I've I'm subscribed sure as well. You all have as well. I have. I have. have you? I don't, well, I don't have Spotify, so I can f- on I can subscribe on yeah, yeah iTunes. You've got iTunes. Yeah, I've got yeah. iTunes. Yeah. You've got oh, Mason's oh, just oh, about that. Yeah. You should have seen me trying to uh, Sally from Sunday Brunch on yeah. Sunday. I, I asked her to subscribe to it, and I couldn't use her phone. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> terrible, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think he has Spotify either, so that's a bad start. I couldn't even work out how to use the apps no, on her phone. So no. anyway, Monday movies on Wickham Sound one hundred six point six FM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's so, so good. Funny, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Should we have a look at the top ten? Shall we? Yeah, go on. Okay, uh, we shall start with. Toby, why are you so far away from the microphone? I, I got told to. It's, you can get a bit closer than that. It's fine. Okay. Uh, last week's number six down to number ten. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Go, Toby. Very go good. Toby. Very, very good. Uh, didn't know much going into it. Um, loved it. Very comic booky. Uh, lots of different characters. Very funny all the way through. Highly recommend it. Duncan. <laughs> I liked it, need to see it again. Wasn't as keen, but I think I, d- I just need to see it again. I need to Can see I just it. say, I'm glad to see Holmes and Watson didn't trouble the top ten for very How, long. Do you know where it is gone. without looking on a piece of paper? No. Toby, where do you think it is? Because I know Duncan's just cheating. Where does it go up to? Well, it goes up to 40 on my bit of paper. That's not in the top 40. It is, it's 16. Oh. 
Oh, okay. But still quite a drop from nine from last week. Yeah. Uh, would you like to say what this week's number nine is? I'd love to. Down from number five, Ralph Breaks the Internet, number nine this week. You did, Luke. You've uh, seen it. It is, I think, personally, better than the uh, first one. It uh, comes out of the arcade uh, and enters the wild, wild web. The, the wild? Wi- the wide web. Worldwide. Wi- web. That's the one. The internet, as people may call it. Uh, and you basically spend an hour and a half going, oh yeah, Disney own quite a lot now. Um, yeah, it's a great film, highly recommend it for all ages and you also get to see the trailer for Secret Live for the Pets too, which is hilarious. It is hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Uh, I kind of agree, but I think the first one's funnier. I think you need to see, the f- see it again. <laughs> uh, last week's nothing, because it's brand new this week, at number eight, the Upside. So this is the remake of the French film Le Intouchable, oui. uh, about a paraplegic who gets a carer who's completely unsuitable for the job, uh, and they bond. Um, it's very saccharine, it's very... It's, it's designed to make you cry. <laughs> it's what? It's designed to make... It's manufactured to make you cry, and it didn't make me cry. Oh. And um, there's um, Julianne Margulis, isn't mm-hmm. it? Now, she's in, uh, she used to be in ER and she's the star of The Good Wife. She's a fantastic actress. She has got one of the most um, pointless roles <laughs> a woman has had in a film in years. What does she do? Well, you have to. Is it a spoiler? She turns up for dinner with him, and when she realises just how paraplegic he actually is, she basically walks away from him. Oh. And to put a a big name actress in, it's just the most thankless role. It's just a horrible role. So she's not, she never comes back. She's not up for an Oscar, then? No. No. Nothing in the film is up for an Oscar. I mean, it's, it's perfectly serviceable, but the original is much better. Oh. Because the original is darker. Okay. Uh, again, a brand new film in the top ten this week, and number seven, Colette. We haven't seen it. Last week's number seven, this week's number six, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Go on, rave about it's, it. It's hanging in there. It's it hanging is. in there. It's it doing is, really yes. well. For fans of Queen, it's amazing. Well, I really enjoyed it. I think, uh, I think Rami Malek might win the best Oscar. Best. The best Oscar? The best Oscar. Which one's that? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, not, not any old Oscar. The best, the best, the best Oscar. Oscar. The best actor Oscar. No. Do you not think? Oh. Who, who do you think will take it? I don't know who the nominations are. Funnily enough, oh. damn you, Hollywood, the nominations come out tomorrow. Oh, oh. we right, could well, record we'll a bit on the podcast. Yes. We could do it at the end. We could do, couldn't we? We could. Yeah, we could do a quick five minutes. Yeah? Yeah. Shall we? No. no OK. Uh, Find out next week. I don't think he will. Well, because he won the Golden Globe. Mm. Uh, no. Funny, funny sounds today. I know. I, know. Uh, I, I just don't think he will. I, I don't think it's the kind... Of, I don't think the film <laughs> is going to be rewarded as much in the Oscars as it was for the Golden Globe. Why not? Because it's not been critically acclaimed. OK. OK, it's... It's a good film. It will be the worst-reviewed film to win Oscars if it wins an Oscar. Right, OK. That's okay. not true, because Norbit won an Oscar. Uh, isn't that Eddie Murphy? Yes, yes. Eddie Murphy, yes. Yeah. And that won an Oscar for special effects, yes. so not the worst film. Oh, Mason. Question. Tell me what you think about me. What does critically acclaimed actually mean? It means the critics love it. Oh. And the critics, including Duncan, meh. Uh, no, no, no. I was, I was a lot more favourable on uh, Bohemian Rhapsody than most critics were. Most critics absolutely uh, hated okay. it. You see, but this, this is a this Why is a case they? that proves that critics can't make or break a film. So every, no. basically, every critic said this wasn't a very good film, and everyone's rushed to see it. Still, look at every DC to, film so far. To be honest, yes. I wanted it to be slightly longer. I wanted a bit more. We could have all said that at one time in our lives. <laughs> 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 <But> we... <laughs> Except for this show. 
Well, yes, no one said it. <laughs> no, no one, one has said it about this show. No, no. But I just think um, when I watched it, because you know, they kind of form and then all of a sudden it's kick, it kicks off. Mm. But it's kicking off. But I wanted to see a bit more growth, personally. Do you think the live... <laughs> I'm not using the Duncan, just, how just, old I'm, are you? I'm not using the best words, no, am I? No, no, it's no, you're not, you're talking to a child. Yeah. Um, how long is the Live Aid section of the film? Uh, uh, you, it is quite long. Would you have wanted that any longer or not? Um, it, thought, well, to be honest, the, the, the Live Aid section is quite long because the Live Aid section in real life was very short. Mm. So, oh, okay. And what they did, which was very clever, because everyone talks about Queen from Live Aid yes. being the best thing about Live Aid, because yeah. what they did was very clever. Most people went on and sang two or three songs because that's all they had time for I think if you google it they only had like nine or ten minutes yeah they didn't have long not, no. not very long but what uh, Queen did was they sang almost a medley they shortened yeah. all their songs so they could get more songs into mm. it well their songs are known for being quite long example Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> yes. which is about six minutes but if you buy the DVD or Blu-ray when it comes out later this year because they mm. actually filmed the whole yeah. Live Aid section in one go mm. uh, that, that's going to be a, a bonus feature that's nice on the DVD that's that nice cool. isn't it yeah. that would be cool all done yeah uh, last week's number four this week's number five Bumblebee it's good I need to still see it it yeah, is I the first it, you know. good Transformers it's the film that's transformed uh, the you, franchise can you use the same joke twice <laughs> yes you okay, can okay fair enough yes have you seen Peter Kay <laughs> oh not Ooh. a fan oh. that's a bit of a dig well, he does use the same joke over and over again, doesn't he? A, a lot of comedians do that, though. Yeah, I know. I've just picked one. OK. All right. Change it to all comedians. All comedians. There we go. That's better. <laughs> just because, you know... They What's all... wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> just, you know, all... it's not just Peter Kay, though. All of them do it. All right. They just spend What's a year... What... Right, I didn't realise you were such a Peter Kay. All right, I take it back. I'm not. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I'm not a massive fan Every of Peter Kay. Every comedian apart from Peter Kay does it. <laughs> no, I'm not a massive fan of Peter Kay. I'm just saying most of them do it. OK. Can we move on now? We can, yeah. Okay, good. Bumblebee. It's really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy it. Because, and because it hasn't got that Michael Bay aesthetic, it's not a leery blokes film. No. Because what the fir if you watch all the Transformers movies, mm. apart from Bumblebee, what they forget is Transformers is a kid's yeah. toy. And Michael Bay did not make kid's films. Oh, no. He wanted to make bloke films. Yeah. And this, Bumblebee, is a kid's film. And good. And it's good, and it's much better for that. Good. Uh, last week's number one... You're, you're right. I'm all right. Do you want a cup of tea or a glass of water? I'd love a cup of tea. Calm down. Uh, last week's number one, this week's number three, we have a brand new number one. I'm pretty sure I said this <laughs> film would be last week's number one anyway. Uh, but this week's number three, Mary Poppins Returns. Brilliant, brilliant. And if you don't like it, as with Mamma Mia 2, you are dead inside. Good. And can I just say, either. someone pointed something oh. out. What? Go on. I'm a little... I'm a <laughs> Oh, I'm enjoying the season. Who's show. annoyed you I today? Have no idea. But I'm enjoying winding you up. It's fun. Carry on. Have you heard your listening figures? Is that why it's got you yeah. all, all upset? Yes, yeah, so yeah, I'm just okay. furious. Um, someone pointed this out on um, the internet this week, <laughs> and I think it's the reason that I didn't like Mary Poppins Returns as much the first time as I did the second time. Okay. Because you go in and you realise the second time you realise that um, Emily Blunt isn't doing a Julie Andrews impression. No, she's doing. A Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah. Because the first time you watch it, you kind of want... Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. I'm and so you get slightly annoyed, why isn't she doing Julie Andrews? But once you get over the fact that she's not doing Julie Andrews, she's doing Mary Poppins. I'm still surprised she's not in the film, like, at any point. I know, and what is the point of what's-her-face being in right at the end? What's her name? Um, the lady from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yes, and uh, Murder, She Wrote. Right. Da, da, uh, da, the old lady. Da, da, da. She's 90 May Maybe she uh, declined the offer. Yeah, because she's, they in, said, she's in Aquaman be... instead. That's she might have been busy filming that. 
That is a voice part. Oh, uh, her name is. is... <laughs> Hang on, it wasn't. Oh, small... let's uh, Angela. Angela Lansbury. Lansbury. There you go, yeah, Angela yeah. Lansbury. So yes, that's good. Sorry, people are looking at us through the glass. It's very say, disconcerting. I don't know what's going on. I think it's because they're amazed at the professionalism of the show. <laughs> I didn't want to go that far? <laughs> so they're all crowding in to see how it's done. Last week's number two. This yes. week's number two. Yes. The favourite. Which is good. It's Which very is... weird. It's amazing that a film like this is uh, so high up in the charts. Uh, but it is really good. And it will win Oscars and it will win BAFTAs. I don't like people looking at us. Uh, last week's brand new, this week's number one, Stan and Ollie. Uh, it's really good. Uh, it's a... Um, it's a story... I'm, I'm really? very disconcerted about what's <laughs> happening. Is there a fire? I don't know. <laughs> There's something a fire. <laughs> right. Duncan, tell us about Stan and Ollie. I'm just going to go and check what's going on. OK, because then we'll have some music. Uh, it's really good. It's a story about uh, the partnership of Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy uh, when they toured the UK theatres in the late 50s mm. after their film career had died. Uh, it's very touching, and it's probably doing really well because older people are going to see it, mm. and they're going to be going midweek. So at your cinema, where you work, which yeah. is the... Every man. Every man. This is probably very popular, along with Mary Poppins. Yes. Because it's aimed at an older audience. Are we all, are we all sorted? Nothing's happening. Everything is, is fine. There's no not problem. a bomb in the building? I've, or... just, I've just told them to look a little bit less serious because they were sc- starting to scare us. OK, good. Excellent. But I said this would be number one last week, and I'm pretty sure you yeah. said no, it wouldn't. No, I'm sure I didn't say that. <laughs> we can listen back on the podcast, can, by the true. way. Yes. Uh, no, it is. It's really good. Two fantastic performances. Uh, it's a really nice story. In fact, the, the main comedy... It's not a comedy, it's a drama. No. The main comedy from the film comes from the two uh, women playing their wives, who are really, really funny. And as the, somebody says in the film, you get two double acts for the price of one. Do you think there's room for another one? Maybe it's not set afterwards, what? but set before. Another Stan and Ollie. Stan and Ollie. Doing. No, because everybody... No, because this is telling the story of Stan and Ollie that people didn't know. What happened okay. after their film career died. Before this, they had a, a, a blossoming film That's career. True, and yeah. everyone knows about that. And as I said last week, the one thing I don't think people who don't know Stan and Ollie won't get from this is why they were so successful and so hilarious. Because you don't actually watch these routines that they're doing and you're not laughing out loud thinking, that's hilarious. No. So pe- young people probably watch this and think, how on earth did they become... You mean Toby and Mason yeah. after last week's? Yeah. They'll be looking at it thinking, how on earth did they yeah. become the biggest film stars in the world? But there we go. But they they did. did. They did. And this is doing very, very well. There you go. That's, that's the top ten. ten. Excellent. This is the award-winning Wickham Sound. Do we have some reviews? What shall we start with? Well, can I just apologise that we're not doing Mary Queen of Scots this week? Because I didn't get time to go and see it. How dare you? But at least Who I went... Who do you think you are not going to a cinema? You would never find Toby doing anything like no, that. No, never. What, going to a cinema? Yes. No, you wouldn't. No. Uh, I just didn't have the time. Sorry, I saw two. What more do you want me to do? OK, I was, I was joking. Uh, We'd have be- be- people keep waving and talking to us. It's very unprofessional, isn't it? Uh, should we have a review then? I'm multi-producing. Let's yes. Do Beautiful boy. I know I am, but what's the film called? Jeez. <laughs> uh, Beautiful boy is based on a best-selling pair of memoirs by a father and son, David and Nick Sheff. Uh, it chronicles the heartbreaking and inspiring experience of survival, relapse, and recovery in a family coping with addiction. So this is an Amazon's studio production, but it's got a theatrical release. It's been getting a lot of awards buzz, especially for Timothy Chalamet, who plays the, su- the drug-addicted yes. son. Uh, and it's a story, uh, because it's adapted from two memoirs, the boy's memoir and the father's memoir, it's ki- it kind of splits the film in two. So you've got the father's story about how, he, how a family deals with uh, a child that's addicted to drugs, in this case, crystal meth, <coughs> and the son's story... You're yawning. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not yawning. And the son's story uh, of what his life is like on crystal meth. So... 
we got a question? I have, but uh, when you're ready. Oh, okay. When you're ready. Um, so the problem with the, the, the okay, the good things about the film is the performance is fantastic. Timothy Chalamet is really good. Steve Carell is really, really good as the father. Uh, it's beautifully filmed and it's got a fantastic soundtrack. They're the good things. Okay, the bad things is Timothy Chalamet looks fantastic. I mean, he looks like a model, mm. and he looks like a model all the way through this film. Ah. He's got fantastic hair. He's got fantastic skin. And at the start, when Steve Carell as the father is seeing his teeth. Fantastic teeth. Okay. And they're fantastic. They're, everything's fantastic. Uh, and at the start, when Steve Carell's character goes to the doctor to, to find out what crystal meth involves, because he, he wants to try and help his son, okay. the doctor makes a point of saying it's the worst of all addictions. It's worse than heroin, it's worse than, worse than cannabis, because it's the one you get addicted to easiest, it's the hardest to get off of, it completely mucks up your life and it completely ruins you. And you see none of that in Timothy Chalamet. Right. He just looks fabulous the whole time. And there's n nothing that tells you why he got addicted in the first place, because um, he's got a, a charmed life. You know, his father is a r reporter for the Rolling Stone. He's, he's divorced, but he's got a stepmother who they get on really well. He's got two um, half-brother half and a half-sister. They all get on really well. But you're supposed to believe that he's hooked on crystal meth. And what's worth is, worse is you're supposed to believe that he's hooked on crystal meth, but he looks fantastic. And he, you know, it's not affecting his appearance, it's not affecting how he acts or behaves. So all of that is completely unbelievable. So just, you're going, so you, you don't like the, it's not realistic. That's not realistic. Not realistic. But what is realistic is the father's part, because the father, when he's alone trying to work out why his son is addicted to crystal meth and how he can help him, that is actually heartbreaking. Okay. Because his performance is so good, and you, you kind of you you feel for him because he's actually going through the mill, you know, getting mm. really depressed about it. But Timothy Chalamet is kind of like I don't understand why I don't understand why you're addicted to crystal meth, and I don't understand why it's not having any kind of effect on you. Cause it didn't seem to be affecting his life. It's a very Hollywood depiction of drug addiction. A question. Tell me what you think about me. Not from me, but something I heard. Oh, Steve Carell. Yeah. Very good, obviously. Very, very good. Known for his comedy. I think he became known for comedy. Yeah. Yes. So very good as a, as a serious... Yeah, but he always has been. Act. I mean, yeah. he's in Foxcatcher, where he's Oscar-nominated yeah. for, and he was absolutely fantastic. So, no, he's a really good, serious very actor. Very diverse. Very he's diverse, very... yes. Also, I've just... I'm on the uh, Wikipedia page for mm. Beautiful Boy. Um, just realised that I did the screenplay for this. Screenplay yes, by I Luke Davis. Yes, I when it came up at the end, screenplay Luke Davis. So mm. I was very, very impressed. Do you like it, then? Uh, this is why <laughs> I didn't like it as much as I probably <laughs> should. But, uh, so, no, it's, it's a fantastic-looking film, and it probably shouldn't be because it's about addiction and it's about yeah. someone's descent basically into hell and yet everything looks fantastic you know they're all in lovely houses and they're all wearing designer clothes and they look fantastic all the time uh so it's very um it's kind of the complete opposite to train spotting right okay yeah. right okay you know so it just needs a little bit less hollywood tint train spotting is probably closer to what it's really like mm. although that's probably taken to the extreme yeah mm. but it's probably more like that than it is beautiful boy you know? Okay. And because I'll... after a few years on crystal meth, he would not be that beautiful boy anymore. No. Mm. I see what you did there. Two, I did. That was very good. Out of ten? So I'm going to go five down the middle, you Ooh. see. Because, so, because half of it was really good. Yeah. And half of it was just... Eh. So this week, this time next week, you could have gone... No, it's you, staying as a five. You're staying as a yeah, five? Yeah, it's, no, it's not no, going to okay. move. It is no, staying okay. as a five. So if he looked terrible, mm. what would that... Would that raise your score? Like, let's say if it was more, uh, it was more gloomy and, and if it was more realistic, then, I think a film about drug addiction has um, a responsibility to mm. portray that 
um, realistically. Yeah, you don't want it to be like happy and. So the costume and the makeup, you're not. You're not it's just that like everything looked lovely. I mean, if you were a, a, a young kid going to see this and you, you're like, oh, he's addicted to crystal meth. He looks oh, great. You know what? He looks great. And he wrote a book about <laughs> it and they've made a film about it. What, what's not to love? Yeah. And, you know, whereas when you went to see Train Spotting, I don't think anyone came out of Train Spotting thinking, do you know what? I think I'll give heroin a go. Yeah. You know, everyone came out of Train Spotting thinking, good God, I'm glad I don't do anything yeah. like mm. that. But, yeah, this kind of makes it far too glamorous, I thought. Okay. Okay. Fair All enough. Right? Yeah, that's, fair that's enough? good enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's next? Glass. Tell us if it is a smashing or not mm -hmm. a smashing film, Duncan. Well, Glass is um, a sequel to two films. Ah. So uh, quite a few years ago, I'm not sure how many, Unbreakable came out, mm -hmm. which was M. Night Shyamalan's follow-up. Sorry, who? M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. I can say as many times as you like. Can you? Okay. Shyamalan. Do, do, be, do. It, I was going <laughs> to say. Oh, it's Christmas all over again. Uh, <laughs> Unbreakable was his follow-up to The Sixth Sense, and I think Unbreakable is his best film. Mm. Sixth Sense is very good. I didn't know that. You do now. I do now. Okay. <laughs> I, I am learning. Good. And this was before superhero films were coming out every single week. There weren't superhero films. You know, you had Superman mm. and all that stuff. Yeah. That people weren't making superhero films. So this was the first film that took superheroes seriously. Uh, and it concerned a man played by Bruce Willis who was involved in a train crash. Everybody on the train dies apart from him. Uh, so he starts to believe that he is... Um, he can't be killed, and he's got superhuman strength. Hang on. Wait, is it... Th this is glass? No, this is unbreakable. Right, OK. And uh, the Sixth Sense was before this? Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with this. Right, OK. Are you following? Are you following? Uh, I am now. It's got yeah. nothing to do with the Sixth Sense, only unbreakable. Right, OK. okay. Uh, he meets Elijah Price, who is... Uh, calls himself Mr Glass, because he's got uh, such fragile bones that if you just touch him, his bones will break. Oh. And he believes that comic books are actually historical documents... Uh, that have been passed down, you know, like a Bible, and, okay. and that superheroes do walk amongst us, and they kind of have a showdown. Uh, in Split, you met James McAvoy, who played a character with 23 separate personalities. You've seen Split, haven't you? I've you seen Split. It was weird, very, did, very weird. But you didn't know anything about Unbreakable. No, I hadn't seen Unbreakable. Exactly. And I still haven't. And you still haven't. So James McAvoy played this character who had 23 personalities inside mm. him, called the Horde, all separate personalities, and they were all waiting for the Beast to arrive, who was um, going to avenge something, and he was like a superhuman superhero character mm. uh, and he was abducting girls taking them to a basement and keeping them there and killing them but one of them escapes and at the end of the film because i didn't know no one was told that this was a sequel to unbreakable that split was right. until the very end of the film mm. i remember us talking about it. yeah when um, bruce willis appears in the bar looking at the tv and obviously that meant nothing to you yeah so you probably like, thought what the hell was he doing there is this a sequel to like die hard or something yeah whereas <laughs> people who knew about unbreakable were like oh my god this is in the world of unbreakable is this the first... Oh, sorry, question. Tell me what you think about me. Is this Monday Movie's first sequel that we've actually followed up on? Could be. It could be. Could be, yeah. Did the first one in 2016? Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, so, so, you had, so you had Unbreakable, then you had Split. So now he wanted to tie it all together. According to um, Shyamalan, it, this was always his plan. I can say that. Sorry, who? Great name. Great name. Shyamalan. Great name. Um, he, he always meant this is a trilogy. So now it, we come to uh, Glass. So... Uh, David Dunn is now a vigilante and he's out trying to rid the streets of um, bad guys. James McAvoy's character is abducting girls and uh, David Dunn finds out about this so he's walking around the area where he knows he might be to try and find him. He does find him but as he's trying to take him down he gets captured by the FBI and they put him 
and James McAvoy in a secure facility alongside Samuel L. Jackson, who has been there since the end of the first film, Unbreakable. In comes Sarah Paulson as Dr. Ellie Staple. Now, her job, she says she's, her, her special subject is people who are deluded to think that they are superheroes. Right. And she is there to convince them that they are not superhero, they haven't got super strength, uh, they're actually suffering from some kind of delusion of grandeur. Mm. So that's the setup. Okay. And uh, she's got three days, she's been given three days to convince them that they're not superhuman. Things obviously go wrong, she's not who you think she is, and there's a twist at the end, because there's always a twist with Shyamalan's films. Um... Which ties them all together. So there's a Marvel connection because they talk about this giant building that's being built in the middle of Philadelphia, and that's where the giant showdown's going to be. And on the front of a big new magazine, it says this um, building is a new Marvel. It's right, an architectural okay. Marvel, and that's a little dig at Marvel Comics. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but the, the showdown in the big building never happened, and that's where, why I didn't like the film and when I first saw it. Because you're expecting this big super Marvel kind of showdown at the top of a giant skyscraper, and you don't get it. The showdown happens between three people in a car park. Right, okay. Involved, involving a puddle. That's the finale of the film. <laughs> a car park, three people, and a puddle. Interesting. Right. But the more I think about it, the more I liked it, because it's subverting the superhero film and turning it on its head. Yeah, I was going to say. And it's the not... more I thought about it, the more I enjoyed it, and the more I liked it, and I want to see it again. Out of ten. Well, you see, it had a six when I first went to see it. It's gone up to a seven or an eight now. Wow. Wow. Because the more I think about it, the more I like it. Favourite film of the year so far? Uh, no, because the favourite was out Oh, of week. course. That's so and that is your favourite. My favourite <laughs> so far is the favourite. But this is really good. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen Unbreakable or Split, there really is no point going to see this. Right, OK. If you've only seen Split, there's kind of, you kind of need to see Unbreakable. You too, yeah. Uh, uh, at least which I, which read I will up. do. Okay, or at least why? Because you're not going to go and see this. <laughs> uh, might be on Netflix. So I haven't checked. Oh, okay. What? Uh, I don't think it is. No, I'm in Glass. You're not going to go and see oh, Glass, are you? Well, if I'm watching Breakable, then I'll go and see. Glass. Oh, okay. All right. I have to say the clip that they showed on Graham Norton on mm. Friday. Yeah. James very good at sw swapping between his characters. Yeah. Well, he's in a, he's a very good actor. He's a very very good actor. In Split, yeah. he didn't do that many characters, did he? He only did six no. or seven. They said there's 23, but he only did six yeah. or seven. But in this, he does 21. Whoa. Well, James McAvoy. Yeah, yeah, because they've got him in the room, um, in, and in case any of his um, other personalities become overpowering, there's these giant lights that flash, and when they flash, that triggers another personality. Oh. So one of the first scenes wow. is the Doctor standing there flashing it, and he keeps changing personality. So you get to see 21 personalities. Is there, is there one where he's like hench, or is he hench the whole way through the film? Just because I saw... As in <laughs> yeah, built, as in stacked. He's got no big muscles. Big muscles. Oh, yes... Just because I well, saw that's a picture the, of him on well, set. Well, that's the beast. That's the, oh, right, that's that the one, beast. You must have been feeling that philosophy. But I have a feeling there's a lot of CGI there. Oh, OK. Mm. Because some of the others, he doesn't look that built at all. OK, okay. He, it might be for another film then, because I remember saw, uh, seeing... No, 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 he, he, that's the beast. Is He's completely ripped and built. Oh, OK. But for some of the other personalities inside him, they, he's not, uh, he doesn't look as built. So I think there is certain CGI. Oh, right, OK. On his body. But 21 personalities, that's... Yeah, that's it was really acting. good. Yep. Do you think he gets paid for every single no, character? No, of course not. <laughs> a stupid, childish question. If I was the accountant, I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd definitely do that. If I was that. him, like, you want me to do 28 characters? Right, <laughs> like, that's uh, £100,000. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Luke, would you like to do your late review? Because I'm... 
intrigued as to what you've watched that... Uh, would, now, I'm going to give you some clues, because okay. it's not a film that I would normally watch. It just happens that to be a... That narrows it down, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, not a genre, I suppose. That so I would it's normally, a horror? Not really, no, but it was, it was on at midnight... Right. On the BBC. Oh, OK. The other night. Right. Um, and I mainly watched it because I knew who the artist was. The artist? Mm, because the person that directed it was Plan B, and his film, uh. Ill Manners. Oh. Ah. Um, which, I'm not exactly sure why I liked it, if I'm honest. Right. I, th- I just really got into it, and I sort of... It, it's very hard to explain what it's about at quarter to eight in the evening. Um, right. But... Is there lots of effing oh, and jeffing? there's more than that. I, okay. I, there is a lot of swearing that if... Yeah, it's awful okay. swearing in it. Mm. Um, it's basically about a couple of gangs in a sort of small area in London, sort of how it, sort of, well, not how it works, I don't know if that is true, but sort of how it all seems to work in this film. They all sort of intermingle and all the characters sort of meet each other and... Get on with each other. Can I, and can I just say, I just looked it up on IMDb. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I thought, I'll just look at the plot for yeah, you, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Normally there's a, a paragraph. Yeah, oh, it's a plot. sentence. It says, the lives of four drug dealers, one user and two prostitutes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That is yeah. the plot of Ill Manners. But that is, it. that is basically it. It's right. all of them characters, they start off separately, and each, sort of, you get, you meet each of them, and then you realise, oh, that person has just met that person, and then at the end... There's all, uh, as in every single big film, there's a big, big scene at the end, and there are some consequences to what's okay. happened in the film. I don't want to give it away. People might want to go watch it. Of course they might. Um, but I, I don't know why I really enjoyed it. But you really enjoyed I it? I really, really enjoyed it. Okay. I, again, there is a lot of swearing in it. Okay, not for the faint of heart, then. Not, and okay. no, there are some... Don't watch it with your mother. No, there are also some scenes that were quite shocking okay. as well. all right. So, um, yes. Have you seen it, Toby? No, but no. I might. Mason, no. have you seen it? <laughs> no, but uh, I've seen films like it. Yeah. Okay. Is, it, is it a bit like uh, Kid Hood kind of thing? Yeah, right? those kind of ones. Oh. Yes. Those Probably, I've not watched it. Um, <laughs> but the fact that... Luke was doing so well, and then you started asking him questions about other films. <laughs> but, but the fact that it was on... It started at midnight yeah, and ended at two say. sort of gives you the sort of... Did you watch it at that time, or did you record it? No, I, I got into it. This is the point, though. I, right. I was going through the channel, so I was sort of half asleep, and then started watching it and going... I'm really enjoying this, but I don't know why. Oh, OK. Um, I think it's just because it was very cleverly directed by Mr Plan B. Okay. The fact that all the characters met each other and... Yeah. I think he did the soundtrack as well. He did the soundtrack. Yeah. He brought an album out called Ill Manners, which is sort of because... I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan of Plan B, but I sort of know his music. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the same. There's a couple that I like, but, yeah, I sort of went, oh, OK. I'll, yeah. OK. I would give it a seven... Maybe an eight. Wow, wow, that's, wow. Good. Well, that's yeah. a Luke Davis oh, recommendation. I don't know why I liked it. And I'm as so it confused. was on last week, that means it is it's still on the, on the iPlayer if you want to watch it. So it'll be on I the might, iPlayer for but, 30 days. But again, massive warning. Effin and Jeffin. Oh, they, I wouldn't even... Effin and Jeffin plus okay. three. Right, plus three. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous the amount of swearing that's in this film. <sighs> OK, all right, well, that's ill manners. Maybe we'll yeah. have another hashtag late review next week. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what BBC might put on this week? In fact, uh, can I set some homework? No. Yes. yes. Good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. A documentary I think we, oh, okay. should, we can all watch on Netflix. Okay. Uh, it came out uh, on Friday. It's called yes. Fire, F-Y-R-E. Toby probably... Oh, you may both be really, all be really interested. It's about a uh, music festival in America. Uh, that didn't go quite as planned. Is it? Uh, oh, is yes. it? It's not 
Burning Man no. festival. No, was no, it no. on an island? No. Did you see how I got there? So. Fire. That was I did, yes. fire spelled burning. Spelled, burning. Yeah. Yeah. spelled yeah. wrong but way, though. F-Y-R-E. Yes, if we can watch that for next week, it's supposed to be fascinating. Anything to do about food? No. I thought I saw some cheese... <laughs> some, some what? But I went on to Netflix yesterday. Yes, and saw and it, some cheese. No, hang on, hang on. And it's were I, you were it, you using a mouse? <laughs> and uh, I thought I saw some some cheese <laughs> on next to that name. It was on an island, was it? Yes, thank okay. you. All right, well le- we're going to watch it. Yes. so that's next week. Fire, okay. Fire. Should we have some film news? Go on then. Hang on a second. Let me just bring it up, okay. as it were. Uh, fantastic news. We're up for an award? For me? No, oh. of course, don't be so ridiculous. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie has said he is definitely doing the next two Mission Impossible films. Hurrah! Oh, wow. Next two? I thought yes, to- he's going to film two back to back. Tom was like, I'm done. No, he wasn't. No, Tom wasn't done. Christopher McQuarrie, who's directed the last two, said he was done. Oh, okay. Uh, but according to Empire, just when he thought he was out, despite saying on several occasions he's ready to move on to other things, after successfully delivering the Mission Impossible franchise's biggest hit so far, Fallout, uh, he signed back on for not one but two films. According to Variety, Paramount struck a deal with the writer-director to craft two new movies to start shooting later this year after they finish work on. What are they currently working on? I don't know. Top, Top Gun, Gun. Maverick. Um, now, with Mission Impossible, how mm. long is the gap between the films normally? There seems to be, like, a big gap. Yeah, a, a few, few years. years. Yeah. 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 So do you think, because the, the stunts in Mission Impossible are getting bigger and bigger... Well, there is talk that one, uh, one of these, they may go to space. I was just about to say that. Thank you, never mind. Why am I here? <laughs> Toby, I space. think they might go to space at some point. What's your thoughts on that? Space. But they'll actually go to... So, you know, First Man, fantastic yeah, yeah. First, that final yeah. scene. Yeah. They could do Tom that. Cruise would have actually gone to the moon. I don't think he'll go to the moon. How do you know? I think they'll just go in the atmosphere or something. Mm. Low atmosphere with... Richard Branson. Branson? Branson. Branson. Richard, Richard Branson. Branson. Love his pickle. Branson. I love his pickle. Do you? Branson pickle. Love it. Yeah. Mm. No, not a fan of pickle. Or mustard. Is that Branson? You don't like mustard? No. Oh, man, I love no. mustard. I love mustard. And horseradish. I no, love horseradish. I don't like horseradish either. It's all fantastic. Anyway. <laughs> food this is segment. For another show. There's a food segment. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, yeah, so two new Mission Impossible films. Couldn't be happier. That's, that's good. Couldn't so, be happier. 2021? 2021 and 2022. Back to back? They're going to film them back to back. So, do you think that. I think that'll be it then. 2022. I think that'll be the big ending. Tom will be. 437? Hang on, he's about 56, so he's going to be about 50. He'll be pushing 60. Tom Cruise Ill is. 56. Now he's 56, he's 56 so now. 50 So he'll be 57 this year. Yes. 58, 59. So, yeah, he's going to be 59, 60 by the time these come out. Uh, so I think that'll be it. I think 2022, he will either hurt himself so bad that he can't do another one and, I don't know, have to have, like, be pushed around because he's... Cause he broke his ankle. Yes. Just carried on with it. I know. That's bad. Superhuman. You should not do that. Should, no. No. I wouldn't do that. What's the worst that could happen mm. if you did that? Exactly. Yeah, Talking exactly. of what's the worst that can happen. Yes. Very good thing online called What's the Worst That Can Happen? Tell me about There's it. There's links to it via the Wickham Sound uh, webpage, and a new episode will be going live this weekend dun, dun, dun. with a very special guest. Who? A rock star. Oh. Well, is he in a band oh, that I would know? I yes, he. Don't, don't put yourself down. Yeah. That's our job. You've ruined it. <laughs> yeah, uh, job. Yes, a rock star. He's in a band. What's they called? Um, Twelve Minute Cul-de-Sac. Oh. Is that what it was? I, no, was yeah. it? Twelve it. Hour That's Avenue. That's their band. Oh. Uh, yes, Toby Stubbs is, is oh. helping us out with something. Yes. Won't they'll, tell you what it is yet. There'll be a tease on Wednesday. A tease on Wednesday. <gasps> What's the tease going to be? Is it, it's not 
another joke at my expense, is it? No. Yes. Is it? <laughs> yes. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, so go to Wickham Sound website uh, and you'll find a link there to what's the worst that can happen. Wickham is, Sound. There, is there an episode before? No. It's, it's bi-weekly. No, right? but I mean, there's already one episode. Oh, out. there's yes, an episode out now. Yeah, yes, it's a on YouTube. Yep. Yes, and on, it's on YouTube. It's all over. It's the shop. everywhere. Can't escape from it. No, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're like a rash. <laughs> yes, we are. One of those nasty rashes, annoying and yeah. itchy oh, <laughs> that you can't quite get the cream to. No. One of those rashes, you know, just bugging you. <laughs> uh, some more film news. <laughs> What's the matter? You all right? I'm fine. Have you got one of those rashes? I have. That, yeah. well, I've got some cream in my bag. <laughs> okay, lovely. Toby will apply it to those hard to reach areas. Moving swiftly. So I've been bonded. Let's move uh, on. Moving on. Uh, Anne Hathaway is joining Robert Zemeckis' remake of The Witches. Why are they doing another one? Did you like because you, you like The Witches? No, it's just that everything at the minute is rebooted. And one answer: money, money, uh, money, 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 money. Carry on. Well, that's it. Uh, okay. Yes, she's um, joining. But it is Robert Zemeckis, you know, yes. Back to the Future, um, Roger Rabbit. So, do we all know what The Witches is? Yes. No. Yes. Mason. You said yes with a no in your voice, Toby. It's The Witches. Roll Dahl. Roll yeah, Dahl. The Witches. Witches. Of course. Oh, yes. He has no idea. It's a kid's film, which uh, Angelica Houston played yeah. the Grand Witch in the original. It's um, a bit... It's a bit... Bonkers. It's quite creepy. Yeah. It's creepy They're and They're going to remake everything, aren't they? Eventually, well, yes. Well, you say that. Ghostbusters. We're having another one. Yep. Three? Yes, and they announced it. <laughs> they announced it on one day, and then that evening they released a teaser trailer. Yeah, but so that wouldn't have taken too long. It was just a load of CGI, really. <laughs> it wasn't a load of CGI. Well, I bet it was all CGI, though. No, I don't think so. Right. No, no. Have no. they said anything more about this film? No, other than I think some of the original cast are in it, um, and it'll be out in 20, tw early 2020. Very nice. So only 12 months away. Um, I Just looking through a very good film page called Monday Movies. You should mm, check it out. Mm, it's very good. Um, and I was about to say... Why does it say Spider-Man is coming to save Wickham Sound? But then realised I skipped the word London because, of course, Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. Far From Home trailer came out as yeah. well. Yeah, that was very good. Did Thoughts? you like that? Yes, although uh, it looks like... Um, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Spider-Man? No. Um, Mysterio. Gyllenhaal, what's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Thank Gyllenhaal. you. Jake Gyllenhaal. I, Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal. Let's call the whole thing off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it won't take too long. Um, it looks like he's helping... Nah. Spider-Man. Marvel trailer, it'll all be a trick and he's, he's, he's up to something. Yeah, probably. Because right. the he is the baddie, isn't he? The Mysterio he like he's is fighting bad. some yeah, water. The Mysterio, the Mysterio character is a trickster. So, I'm... What? Sorry, that's a word you never hear used in real life, do trickster. you? Trickster. So oh, he's trickster. a trickster, isn't he? So I'm guessing that they're... Illusion. Illusions, yes. Yeah, illusion. He's a magician. Illusion. Okay. Oui. But it looked good. It does look very it, good. It, yeah. And people are going, oh, it's ruined Avengers because he's come back to life. And no, we didn't know if he was... I, mean, I said you... that and I didn't say it in that voice. No, I know. I wasn't saying uh, it was you. I forgot you said it. But we all... Is it after the Avengers? It is after the and Avengers. And Spider-Man dies in Avengers... The last one. Yeah, but we know he? that he was coming back. We don't know which characters are coming back. No, Spider-Man's coming back. We didn't know that for sure. Black Panther's coming back and Doctor Strange because they've got all other films. Well, they could be prequels. They could be, they're probably not. We well, all know that the people that died in the snap will come back. Not all of them. I bet you they do, except for maybe Vision. No, they can't all. Why not? Because people wouldn't be happy. No, but if, they might die afterwards. If they have a, if they have a, 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 a cliffhanger like that where all these Marvel characters are supposed to be dead, yeah. and then in the second part, they're all suddenly brought back to life, I don't think Marvel fans will be happy with but, that. No, because that's what's happened in the comics, so they probably would be. But I... if they filmed, uh, if they died after that in something else... Let Toby speak. Not yet. You've only got 60 seconds. I think Calm the, down, dear. Sorry, sorry. Calm down. I think they all come back... It's just a film. <laughs> it's not real. 
They're not really dead. <laughs> Toby, what did you want to say? No, no, go on, go on. I think they all come back from the snap, but I think they'll die afterwards in a big fight. Okay. Toby. Uh, literally, Luke's kind of said what I was going to say. Thank you. Kind of. No. I have a theory that one of the surviving members will die. Oh, they will, because uh, so Chris Evans is up, isn't he, for his contract, and Tony Stark. No, he's just started at Virgin. <sighs> oh, not that Chris Evans. Not that one. The other, okay, I see. Well, we'll find out in June, I think, uh, April. April. April, June is Spider-Man. We'll get uh, Endgame, and of course, before all that, March, we have Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Will it be Marvel Overkill? Will it be mm. marvellous? <laughs> or will it be less marvellous? Uh, okay. uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week reviewing something, not sure what yet, oh, okay. because Cineworld World haven't said what they're showing. Uh, uh, Mary Queen of Scots. Mary Queen of Scots, we may do that, yes. Luke, uh, thank you. Thank you. Toby, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mason, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'll be back on Sunday, 8 till 10, for breakfast and same time next week for Monday Movies. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.